Weebies, they all adore him. A.D. Roundtree. They think he's a righteous dude. On KC95. Oh, hey! You, good morning. How's it going? How are you? It's A.D. Roundtree and Chris Frank. What up, Chris? What's up, man? Welcome to this, your Wednesday edition of the AD Show. Yeah, your Wednesday. You know what that means. That means you, my friend, are already halfway through yet another week. This is no small accomplishment. You're doing awesome. Hang in there. You got this. You are a badass. And if you need something, if there is anything we can do for you to make your Wednesday better, hit us up. We are here with you. We are here for you. One of the ways we can make your Wednesday better is this. The Early Rise Prize at 6.30 and fun facts to make you sound smart. Tickets to one night of Queen. So hang tight for that 974-1111 if you stop and think about it what old school perhaps old timey thing have you rediscovered or gone back to recently yeah maybe you picked up a book or a magazine instead of a kindle or your phone maybe you got back into vinyl or something like that obviously it's casey a lot of people still have their record collections from back in the day a lot of people never stopped using them some people have rediscovered them but or, or maybe you started eating something again that you hadn't eaten in years. Did you have that nostalgia eat thing going on in COVID? Everybody was trying to like re-eat their childhood foods to comfort them during difficult times. I was kind of the opposite. I, oh, yeah. I learned during COVID that I really enjoy spending time in the kitchen and cooking. And oh, okay. I learned to cook a bunch of new things. Oh, that's cool. I, I did get better in the kitchen during COVID. There's no two ways about it. But I also rediscovered breakfast cereal. I'm just like... What the hell, man? A bowl of kicks with bananas is a gift from the gods. <laughs> I don't know why I stopped eating this, but I'm never going to stop ever again as long as I lived. Um, here's the thing that I've discovered I like very recently. Watching television, and I've got to get the shock and awe button out for this. Okay. I enjoy watching television with commercials. Okay. And you know, be- we, we've, we've progressed past this now. I know we've progressed past this, and I think it sucks, quite frankly. To our detriment, we have progressed past watching television with commercials. It all began with the all Bob Barker Price is Right channel on Pluto TV, <laughs> which I still love and watch pretty much every single day. Here's what I love about watching TV with commercials. I've rediscovered this. It makes it more urgent, more tangible, more visceral. You can't pause it. It's in real time. You got a quick run to the kitchen, get a drink while the commercials are on. Wait to pee until you get a break. Maybe make it back in time. Okay, I got to go to the bathroom. You make the popcorn. Let's not get the two confused. It adds some urgency to it. It makes it more tangible, visceral. I feel like I'm more engaged. I'm more focused. I'm more connected with the experience and the people I'm doing it with, usually my wife. And it's a weird-ass thing where the commercials have added to our shared experience. I get that. These are the same shows that are on the streaming services we pay for on demand without advertising. I'm like, well, I could watch reruns of Frasier on Pluto TV with commercials, or I could just go to Netflix and watch them. Uh, no, no, I'm not doing it, because if I go to Netflix or whatever, all of a sudden I'm distracted, I'm seeing what else is there, I'm looking at my phone as my wife hunts around and it gets watered down with the commercials We're doing this now. We're in it together. Let's go. It's a lot like uh, listening to this show. (laughs) No, no, seriously. Like, there's a a zillion streaming platforms that have, you know, I'm about to play you some Ozzy Osbourne, which you could get like 25 different places. Right. But you are here with me and Chris right now, and we are doing this together. 
974-1111. What old-timey, inconvenient, outdated thing have you started doing again? Oh, Bob Barker, you are the gift that never stops giving. It's Ozzy. It's I don't know. We're KG. Happy Wednesday. Ozzy on KG95. It's the AD Show. 974-1111 is the number. What outdated stuff have you rediscovered and you're loving it? Just loving it. Oh, still keep everything in a three-ring binder. Mm. Everybody's so technology-driven at work. And I open up my binder, open up my desk calendar, write everything down. Everybody's got it on their phone, mm. on their calendar. But her kids do it. It's never, you know, I never need to charge it. I never need to worry about it. It's always there. You know, I carry that three everywhere. You can't see pictures on the radio, but if you could, you would see in front of me a spiral-bound notebook. And same. Same yes. with Chris. And I, I, like, I'm a 21st century digital boy. I'm all about my phone. I'm all about Google Docs. I'm all about all things digital. However, there is something visceral and tangible and real yes. about having a piece of paper in front of you on which you scribble yes. notes in the moment. There's something that keeps you focused while you're doing it. I think if you talk to college professors, they'll tell you that as you're reading books, if you underline certain passages, you're going to have a better, more immersive, more comprehensive reading experience. Like you probably do that with your little spiral bound notebook, right? You like make notes in it all the time and you're more aware. I do. Something yeah. Manifest when yeah. you put it down. You have to write it down. Mm-hmm. It's gonna, yeah. yeah there's, something, there there's something special about ink and paper and writing something down, even if it does make us eco terrorists. Sorry, trees. <laughs> 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 Have a good one. Thank you. You too. Bye-bye. The AD Show with AD Roundtree. Mornings on KC95, St. Louis's classic rock. The, have you noticed that Apple and companies like that that have tablets have started mm-hmm. trying to bridge that gap by now offering software and styluses where you can basically write on your tablet and then it'll it'll translate it to printed word and you can store it away? A big part of the reason I got the phone I've got is become, because it comes with a pen and you can write with it and it saves it digitally. Yeah, yeah. and like there are, this is really getting into the weeds of a situation I wasn't expect to talk about, but there are friends of mine that have been through the AA program and for them a big part of what they do is writing down their to-do list like a lot of these people are in a place in their life where they can barely get up and brush their teeth so they'll write down what am I going to do today well today I'm going to get up I'm going to brush my teeth I'm going to shower and they say writing it down physically and then crossing it off that list does something to you mentally where it turns your brain around it rewires it so like Writing stuff down with your hands is a big deal, I guess. I love a good checklist and being able to scratch things off it. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I, I get it. There's something very satisfying of being like, done. Yeah. On yeah. to the next. Yeah. Speaking of on to the next, if you had to... That was a Tapinacci segue. It was. That was very good. Professional. Just patting myself on the back there. If you had to place a dollar amount on the daily chores you perform in and out of the house, Chris... To keep your household going, whether you be a household of one or a household of many, what would that dollar amount be? Because the average American has put a number on that. What is it? What is the dollar amount of chores that you perform every single day? Do you agree with the rest of America? We'll discuss in fun facts to make you sound smart and get you hooked up with tickets to go to one night of Queen. Why are you shaking your head now? I can already tell you I'm going to laugh at this number because... God love us. We love to overinflate how much our worth really is. Oh. Like, 
I'm telling you right now, it, that number is going to be stupid huge, and I'm going to laugh at it. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll laugh at it shortly after you help us make our way into the day. It is currently 40 degrees and clear in St. Louis, a high today of 69 degrees. All right. However, it's going to be cloudy today, oh, but still warm. Yeah. Just not the sunny day we had yesterday. Weather brought to you by Air Comfort Service Heating, Cooling, and Insulation. Triple the heat and save 10, 15, or 20% on a new furnace. For details and a free estimate, visit Air Comfort Service. Dot com. In traffic, there is road work. 270 West past the Elizabeth Avenue exit. The right lane is closed. There's also road work on US 50 West at Missouri 109. The right lane is closed. And slow moving traffic on 44 West at Jefferson Avenue as the left lane is closed. That is traffic brought to you by Metro Transit. There's a lot more riding on Metro than people. Work at MetroSTL.com. It was cold when we got up this morning, but later. The AD Show. Mornings on KC95. What number are we thinking of? 69, dudes! Fun facts. That make you sound smart. Learn stuff. Win prizes. KC95. It is 6.30 on this Wednesday morning. It is time now for Fun Facts Make You Sound Smart. Right, Chris? Yes, sir. Here's what you do. You drop these into conversation and you help make the world a more interesting place. You can put an end to boring water cooler chit-chat. Oh, boy. <laughs> Fact number one. Yes. This is brilliant. This is genius. This is something we need to re-inspect. Back in the 1600s, there were proposals to use an upside down or crooked exclamation point as a way to show that the sentence was ironic or sarcastic. Oh, I like that. In this day and age of texting, how many times have people, and posting to social media, how many times have people started their apologies for something they've said or done oh, online man. where they're like, the problem is there's no sarcasm font. What they were talking about was an actual sarcasm font. Context is king. Mm -hmm. So you said... What was it, upside down or crooked? Was it crooked as in diagonal or crooked as in like lightning bolt? I don't know. Uh, this was back in the 1600s, so huh. they never really settled on one way of doing it and they abandoned the idea. Oh, if they only knew idea. how valuable this could be to a future society when we only communicate in brief lines of text. Uh-huh. Mm. There's a patron saint of TV. Of course there is. Bob Barker. No, he should be. Yeah. Spectacles, testicles, wallet, and watch. watch. Yeah. Uh, patron saint of television is St. Clair of Assisi, and the Pope made her the patron saint of TV back in 1958. St. Clair. <laughs> All right. Claire. 974-1111. If you had to place a dollar amount on the daily chores that you perform in and out of the house to keep your household going, what would it be? Because the average American has put a number on it. What is it? You were shaking your head no when we started talking about this because you're like, people overvalue themselves. Oh, man. People love to pat themselves on the back. This number is going to be astronomically stupidly high. I mean, I, all we do is talk, and they pay yeah. us. They pay us. Well, not good money, but they pay us. They pay <laughs> money that spends. Uh, Americans value. Well, okay. All right. What What do you think? What do I think? Me? Yeah, yeah. If you had to put a dollar amount on your daily activity Shores in and out of the home. The house. 
I wash dishes. I do laundry a couple times a week. I don't know, man. Take out the garbage. Do you mow lawns? No, no, no I don't. Oh, okay. Because uh, I have a terrible grass allergy. Okay. Uh, or I, daily? Use that, I use that excuse as well. Go on. <laughs> daily amount or weekly? Uh, uh, daily amount. I don't know, 75 bucks? Are you not that far off? Americans value their daily chores at $134. Okay, that's better than I thought. In the middle of winter, it can feel like all you do is work. There's a job you get paid for, and then at home, the job you don't. New study asks people to put a price on all of the chores they do, both around the house and out and about running errands. And the average person says they value it at $134 per day. That's not off. I know married couples that have broken down what it would cost to have the household chores done, and it makes them more comfortable in their relationship, especially right. when one half of that couple isn't necessarily going to work. If one person is more of you know domestic caretaker, especially if they have kids and all of the above, and I think oftentimes they're like, well, if I went back to work, we'd have to pay someone to do X, Y, That's and Z it. for our kids, and it works out better financially for me to stay home. So I do know people that have put a dollar amount on doing all the household stuff. My mom, when when they had me, I'm an only child, uh, she stayed home with me until I was four, five, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. because it was cheaper than her going back to work and then having to get daycare. Yeah. The only reason she went back to work, and my mom was a teacher, was the, the private uh, kindergarten that she worked for was like, how about you come back a half day mm-hmm. and we enroll Chris for free? And she was like, yep. Oh, there you go. Got to make the uh, dollars make sense. That's right. Yeah. So the average American values their daily chores at 134 bucks. 974-1111. Are you on board with this? I have an idea. If you do have kids, pay your kids decent money to handle these tasks. And then charge them for all like the rides and errands that you run from them. No one's going to get rich, but it could promote more balance and appreciation of what yeah. goes into making a, a world go around with a household. I have a good friend of mine uh-huh. whose parents, anytime they wanted to ride to the mall or whatever, would be like, sure, five bucks. Yeah. That's cheaper than a cab, cheaper than Uber. When I was a kid, I was like, your parents charge you to take you places? But it taught them the value of a dollar. Like, hey, man, you want to do things that cost money. Yeah, I think that's a great idea. Have children pay. Pay your kids and then have them pay you for the stuff that you do for them. Of course, you are the adult in this situation, so you would have the leverage. Oh, you didn't finish folding laundry? Well, I guess I'm in no rush to pick up your asthma medication, you little rat bastard. (laughs) Huff and puff your way back to the hamper and we'll discuss your inhaler then. Oh, oh no. Oh, what a shame. Oh, these socks are mismatched. No bronchial dilation for you. Make the most of your morning with A.D. Roundtree. My morning show. My morning show rocks. KC95, St. Louis's classic rock. Hi. <laughs> we talked about this last time on Fun Facts to Make You Sound Smart. Do you know which children's fairy tale that was made into a wildly successful Disney movie was basically an unrequited gay love letter that the author wrote to his boyfriend when the boyfriend married a woman? 974-1111, first correct answer we get, is on their way to, ironically, One Night of Queen. Mama let him play to set. Ah, We're Casey. Ah. 
Do set. Mama let him play on KC95. It's the AD Show. AD Roundtree and Chris Frank. Dawson, welcome to the AD Show. How are you? I'm doing great today. All right. On my way to work. Very cool. Thanks for having us on. All right, dude. We talked about this last time on Fun Facts to Make You Sound Smart. Do you know which children's fairy tale that was made into a wildly successful children's movie was basically an unrequited gay love letter the author wrote to his boyfriend when the boyfriend upped and married a woman? Would it be The Little Mermaid? Yeah! Yeah. In Hans Christian Andersen's original version of The Little Mermaid, it's kind of dark. The mermaid kills herself at the end. It was a story that was a metaphor for Hans Christian Andersen's own love life. In the book, Hans was basically The Little Mermaid, and his handsome prince married someone else. He was gay, and the guy he was in love with married a woman, which makes you rethink songs like Kisty Girl and especially Under DC. <laughs> Ariel was hot. <laughs> you are on your way to One Night of Queen, dude. Hold the line. Thank you. Thank you. Did you say Ariel was hot? Yeah. Well, she's a redhead. Hmm. You'd like to hands Christian her Anderson. Fun facts. That make you sound smart. Learn stuff. Win prizes. KC95. No, it's ZZ Top. Or in Chris's case, Tail. ZZ Top and Tush on KC95. It's the AD Show, AD Roundtree, and Chris Frank. 974-1111. If you have ever worked in retail or any public-facing job, yeah. we know what it's like to deal with the public. What is the weirdest thing you've ever seen a customer do? Oh, man. Have a, some weird stuff. Mm, have a think about this. 974-1111. If you've ever worked in retail or any public-facing job, what's the weirdest thing you've ever experienced a customer doing? Because what one fellow did to some antiques this week. Oh, no. This week probably tops it. One might say it's at the bottom of the list. Mm. Oh, boy. We'll discuss in the news exactly what I'm talking about a little after seven, but even more disturbing, I found out I may be involved in this. What? Mm. Stay with me on this one. We'll get into it in the news a little after seven o'clock. Shortly after Chris helps us make our way into Wednesday. An antique teapot isn't going to make things taste like tea anymore. Uh-huh. 41 degrees and clear in St. Louis. A high today is 69 degrees with clouds throughout the afternoon. Weather brought to you by Air Comfort Service Heating, Cooling, and Insulation. Triple the heat and save 10, 15, or 20% off of a new furnace. For details and a free estimate, visit aircomfortservice.com. In traffic, there is an incident blocking the left lane on northbound 270, just north of Doty Ferry Road. There is also a three-vehicle crash on 270, just past Doty Ferry Road and reports of cows in the roadway on Lee Pile Road at Fulcombe School Road. Move over. (laughs) (laughs) Traffic Uh. brought to you by Metro Transit. There's a lot more riding on Metro than people. Work at MetroSTL.com. Move over. (laughs) I knew you were going to do that. You want to know why, Chris? Why? Utterly obvious. It's the What in the Hell headline news. Good morning, Chris. Good morning, AD. What in the hell's going on and who the hell brings us that? The news is brought to you by the Frank Lita Auto Outlet at Frank Lita Mitsubishi. Every single vehicle is 29 down. YesLita.com. Harvey Weinstein is appealing his 2020 rape conviction in New York. 
<laughs> yeah, that's the proper response. By the way, that's the only context where you're ever going to hear the words Harvey Weinstein is appealing. I am not one to judge a book by its cover. I'm not one to make assumptions based on somebody's physical appearance. But if you, in your mind, had to build a mental image of what a dastardly sexual predator would look like... Yeah. Wouldn't it look a lot like Harvey Weinstein? Yeah, I mean, look, he he fits the mold. And again, like I'm I'm with you. I don't want to stereotype or anything like that. But nothing about the allegations against him made me go, "What?" Yeah, shocker. Yeah, it, it's a shame. And I'm not downplaying anything that that he did or anything like that. But yeah, if you said to well, someone, how do you possibly appeal that? If you said to someone, I want you to construct in your mind a mental image of a revolting sexual predator that used their power to sexually assault young women and go, got the picture in your mind and then flash up a shot of Harvey Weinstein, I would imagine the vast majority of people would be like, yeah, that tracks. That's it. Delta Airlines, uh, a passenger on Delta Airlines opened an overhead bin. I don't want to finish this sentence. And a bunch of maggots fell on her. Uh. Do we know what a bunch is? Is a bunch like five or is a bunch like add a zero to that? Maggots are very small. So I would imagine it's a large enough number of maggots that fell out of the overhead compartment onto this passenger on Delta Airlines to make him go, oh, it's a bunch of maggots. It's not just one maggot. It's a noticeably large amount of maggots, which is obviously revolting to make matters worse. She's been hit with a $70 over the head bin maggot fee. Oh, it's worse than snakes on a plane. An antique store. Hold on, hold on. 974-1111. If you've ever worked in retail or any public-facing job, what is the weirdest thing you've ever seen a customer do? Because what Chris is about to tell you can top it. An antique store caught a man inserting items into his, wait for it, wait for it, wait for it. Wrecked him. And then, wait for it, wait for it, wait for it. Putting the items back on the shelf. Yeah, an antique store caught a man inserting items into his butt and then putting them on the shelves. Now again, I'm going to ask you to build a mental picture of the type of person that you would think of doing this. (laughs) Because this dude is 6'6", 250 pounds and likes to go around wearing a kilt. I have never been to an antique store. Just throwing it out there. Never been to an antique store. Now we know why he likes to wear the kilt. Easy access (laughs) for his hobby. Six-year-old dude called Mitchell Vest facing charges after he walked into two antique stores in the greater Houston area wearing a kilt, shoved items in his no-goal hole, and then (laughs) put them back on the shelf. It sounds like he was there with his wife. Workers said they'd seen them both before, and they described Mitchell as, and I quote, really nice. He's uh, facing charges for criminal mischief and yeah, it'll be sure. it'll be difficult to deny he did it. There's security footage. Uh, here is Susan Golden in the Antique Gallery, the Antique Gallery manager talking about what the cameras caught Mitchell Vest doing. Let's take a listen. 
Oh, when I was disgusted. <laughs> that night, uh, one of the dealers sent me a video that she had from a camera in her own booth. I think they've been in here before. The employees recognized them and said they were just, you know, the guy was really nice and she was nice and um, they just shopped around for a few hours. What did they do with those products? They threw them away mostly. 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 They threw them away mostly. There were some that were apparently no. salvageable. This no. Is, this is very, no, they're not. This is very uncomfortable for me. And for Mitchell. The hair. <laughs> no. <laughs> Apparently, he's totally okay with the whole situation. The Harris County Sheriff's Office in Houston, Texas, were the people who made the arrest. This is in the greater Houston area. Sure. I lived in Houston for around 10 years. One of my very last jobs as a professional musician was writing the music for the Harris County Sheriff's Office recruitment video. Sure. <laughs> you, know, you want to hear a quick blast? Yeah. This, they paid me like 2500 bucks to do this. Yeah, be a cop. It's going to be awesome. So that, that's me. We're going to stop a robbery at Little Caesars. Pretty We're going much, to stop a robbery yeah, yeah. at Little Caesars. It was one of my last jobs as a pro musician writing the music for their recruitment video, which means I worked on something that a guy who arrested the dude who was putting antiques up his butt watched before he decided to take the job of being a cop. Wow. <laughs> be a cop, they said. It'll be great, they said. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's a uh, big no thank you on the gently used candlesticks. The AD Roundtree Show. Welcome to the party, pal. Mornings on KC95. Excuse me, ma'am, how much are these tapered candles? <laughs> Do you <laughs> have you, any other color than brown? <laughs> to you, free. 974-1111. If you have any ever worked in retail or any public-facing job, what's the weirdest thing you've ever seen a customer do? Can you top that? I hope so. I also hope not. At the same time, it's Zeppelin. We're Casey. Zeppelin on KC95. It's the AD Show. AD Roundtree and Chris Frank. 974-1111. What is the weirdest thing that you've ever seen customers do if you've worked in retail? There's always the sweaty money in the bra. The sweaty money always in the bra? The sweaty money in the bra. Yeah. I've had where there's lipstick on the eyes. Whoa. Her eye makeup. Yep. Oh. Toilet paper on the earlobe. Yeah. Toilet paper. Wait, wait. Why, why toilet paper on the earlobe? Like if they just got pierced. Hold those clip-on earrings. Oh, okay. It does yeah. amaze me what some people will go out in public wearing. Go like, on. Yeah. And they took the time to look that way. When I worked in a mall, there were so many times where people would either come into my store or walk by the front. And my first thought was, are there no mirrors in your house? <laughs> or, or did you really put all this on, look at yourself and go, yeah. Yeah. This, oh, this yeah. is it. <laughs> this is the honored. outfit right here. This is my I'm going out in public look. Yeah, I'm grabbing my sweaty bra money and taking my ass to the mall. <laughs> let, me put, let me apply some more bright red lipstick to my eyes. Yeah, wait, where's my ear toilet paper? There we go. Make the most of your morning with A.D. Roundtree. My morning show. My morning show rocks. 
KC95, St. Louis's classic rock. 974-1111. If you've worked in retail, what's the weirdest thing you've ever seen a customer do? You also want to hold on to that number because it's the one you're going to use when you play the 30-second song challenge for these tickets to go see Alice Cooper and Rob Zombie at 7.30. Right now, though, Chris, in your toffee-notchiest customer service way, make your way into the day. Uh, get your best shade of eye lipstick ready because it's 41 degrees and sunny in St. Louis today with a high of 69. Partly cloudy through most of the afternoon, though, so not as sunny, but much, much nicer than yesterday. Well, not much nicer than yesterday, but just as nice. Weather brought to you by Air Comfort Service Heating, Cooling, and Insulation. Triple the heat and save 10, 15, or 20% off your new furnace. For details and a free estimate, visit aircomfortservice.com. In traffic, there is road work on 170 North near Delmar Boulevard. All lanes are closed. Use an alternate route. There's also emergency vehicles on I-270 just before 44. The right lane is closed. Northbound 270 is heavy. Tesson Ferry to Darty Ferry due to an earlier accident on the shoulder before Manchester. So it's going to be slow going on Northbound 270 for quite a ways. Traffic brought to you by Metro Transit. There's a lot more riding on Metro than people. Work at MetroSTL.com. This 974-1111. Casey, good morning. What's the weirdest thing you've ever seen anyone do in your time working in retail? I worked at Snooks for years, and uh, one time we caught a lady trying to steal a whole ham between her thighs walking out. Wow! A whole ham. I just purchased a ham for the holidays, and I was, yeah. the lightest one was 15 pounds. She could well, she could handle 15 pounds of pork between her thighs? I gotta ask. She was, she was a big woman. She was waddling out and dropped it, and needless to say, we threw it away. Yeah. <laughs> I gotta ask, was it a bone-in ham? Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. Not anymore. Uh, it certainly wasn't spiral cut. Oh, God. All right, man. Have a good one. All right. Or honey baked. <laughs> uh, or canned. Or canned. Uh, yeah. <laughs> From here on in, I don't want to have that thing glazed. Oh. The AD Show with AD Roundtree. Mornings on KC95, St. Louis's classic rock. 974-1111 is the number if you want to play the 30-second song challenge for these tickets to go see Alice Cooper and Rob Zombie. So I love rock and roll. It's Joe and Chad. We're Casey. Morning Rock Show 30 Second Song Challenge. The 30 Second Song Challenge is brought to you by Two Men in a Junk Truck, St. Louis. Removing your junk so that you have room to dream. Double D, you you are back for redemption. You didn't quite make it through yesterday, but you didn't feel like quite. you're loving <laughs> didn't, qu mm. didn't quite mm. make it through. Right. Mm. <laughs> made it through. Got two songs. You got two songs out of a possible seven. Let's go for all seven right. today for these tickets to go see Alice Cooper and Rob Zombie. Chris, count our friend in. Double D, I have faith in you this time. Three, two, song number one. Are you talking about love? Yeah, Correct. very good, Double D. Song number two. No more Mr. Nice Guy? That's yeah. correct. Yeah, these are tickets to go see Alice Cooper and Rob Zombie. And if you hadn't gotten that one, you wouldn't deserve to get the win. Let's <laughs> focus, dude. You are already doing better than you were doing yesterday. Yep. Song number three. 
Running the Flyers. Yeah, yes, sir. Very good. It was a huge hit for Tom Petty, but because it's not free falling and it's not one of the hugely obvious ones, that's a bit of a curveball for a lot of folks. So you are dealing with a high pressure situation. Well, Double D, song number four. You know this, dude. Fly by night. Yes. Yeah, very by night. good. Yes. All right, man. How much time on the clock, Chris? Eight seconds. So still time, Ooh. man. Still time. Eight um, seconds. Don't freak out. Eight seconds. Three songs left to go. Focus, Double D. Let's do this. Song number five. Try again. Yeah. Double D for future reference. That is Nirvana's All Apologies. You got a lot deeper into the game than did. you did yesterday. So keep calling. Same song, same order at 8.30. Until then, you nothing. You lose. Good day, sir. Double D. If rock I, on. Yes. If I ask you what you want to do, tell me that you would like to rock. Double D, what would you like would to like, do? I would like to rock. For Casey, Casey, what's the weirdest thing you've ever seen a customer do? I don't know if it's weird, but I worked at a tanning salon in high school. Oh, and no. um, do you know how many people I had to wake up that fell asleep in the tanning bed naked and then didn't answer to the knock on the door? So I would have to physically go into the room and wake them up. Or they would come out with just a little goggles on and not realize oh. they're naked. Were they tanning high out of their minds? <laughs> No, I swear. Like, or they would just cover their chest and, you know, sure. bottom and be like, hey, ma- hey, the tanning bed's not turning on. And I'm just uh, like, okay. It's a, it was That was definitely the weirdest experience. And the one male I had to wake that had fallen asleep was an older man. Oh, no. An older man? Uh, yes, it was well, an older well, man. Was he an older man or did he just fall asleep long enough that he kind of... Pruned up like a raisin, yeah. got dehydrated. Uh, yeah. Well, he had done his full twenty minutes at the time, and I, I gave him, you know, some grace. It was like 10, 15 minutes, and I was like, "You should be dressed by now," you know. Yeah. And I'm yeah. like, okay. yeah. I mean, so I got to admit, I, I, yeah. I would like to think that I wouldn't fall asleep in a tanning bed, but <laughs> if you're in a room and it's nice and warm and you're laying down, I, I could see I it could happening. See, I could see how it happens, but you fall asleep while you're tanning. Like I imagine the old guy went in there to get a tan and look younger, and as it turns out, by the time he was done, he probably didn't look a day over catcher's mitt. Yeah, no <laughs> doubt. Yes, it, it does happen frequently to falling asleep, but the people that would come out, that, that, that I don't get. get yeah. How do you forget you're naked? <laughs> they don't want to get dressed. You get into those situations where you just assume that, you know, there's like she works at a tanning salon and she's in high school, but they think it's a vaguely medical thing, so it's like there's got to be doctor-patient confidentiality, so, you know. <laughs> Yeah, no, no confidentiality. I just saw your cash and prizes. I'm yeah. telling my friends. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No reason so. to knock before coming in. You can see these knockers. All right. Oh, oh my God, you guys are fantastic. Uh, have a good one. You too. Thank you. Bye. Bye. The AD Roundtree Show. Welcome to the party, pal. Mornings on KC95. Oh, it's a party, my friend. Oh, it is. Nine seven four eleven eleven. When you have worked in retail or any kind of job where you deal with the public, what's the strangest behavior you've seen? 
It's, it's going to be hard to beat some of these. Uh, we'll, we'll talk more about that. And you'll have another chance to win your way in to see Alice Cooper and Rob Zombie in the 30-second song challenge right around 8.30. Right now, though, Chris, how's our day looking? So, fun fact before I get into the weather, the site that I use to get the current temperature and everything mm-hmm. always gives weird updates on weather phenomenon. Mm-hmm. You can tell it's early because I just misread a headline and I thought it said, rare rice balls form on Lake Erie, and it was rare ice, ice balls. balls. So, you know, much less rare than the rice balls. Mm. It is 43 and sunny in St. Louis right now. It is a high of 69 degrees today. Partly cloudy throughout the day. Weather brought to you by Air Comfort Service heating, cooling, and insulation. Triple the heat and save 10, 15, or 20% off of a new furnace. For details and a free estimate, visit aircomfortservice.com. In traffic, there's a minor crash on the right shoulder of eastbound 70 at Highway Z. And there is debris on the roadway, I-70 before I-64. The right two lanes are closed. That is due to a two-vehicle crash. And northbound 270, just before Ledoux Road, there's an accident. The right two lanes are closed. That is traffic. Brought to you by Metro Transit. There's a lot more riding on Metro than people. Work at MetroSTL.com. Mm, so if you're thinking of taking Ledoux Road, let don't. Metallica on KC95, it's the AD Show. 974-1111, what is the weirdest thing you've ever experienced a customer doing in retail? Uh, I was working in a restaurant um, uh, in St. Charles down on Main Street, and the guy was complaining that his steak was too well done. And so I came out to personally talk to him, and he was pleasuring himself under the table. There's a tenderizing yeah, your meat joke dead. to be made, but I certainly no wouldn't doubt, stoop so low. Man. One piece of meat was well done. Uh, <laughs> yes, indeed. How did you respond? How did I respond? Yeah. I said, how would you like your steak cooked, sir? <laughs> yeah, well said. Perfect. Oh, God. So I have an actual, I have like a legitimate question for you. When you're a chef or someone in a restaurant and you have an encounter like that, and it's not a drive through it's someone in your restaurant, do yeah. you acknowledge it or do you just excuse yourself, go call the cops and have him taken out. I actually acknowledged it uh, because I didn't want to make a big fuss and embarrass everybody. Right. Mm, yeah. Yeah. I it, mean, it, it, was like, hard. It, it was so hard. <laughs> Freezing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, well, kudos to you for asking him how he would like his porterhouse as opposed to pointing out the fact that he'd already brought in his own tube steak. Well done, dude. <laughs> Indeed. Indeed. You're a more tolerant man than I. Have a good one. Thank you. You do the same. You guys are great. <laughs> Thanks, man. Day. Make the most of your morning with A.D. Roundtree. My morning show. My morning show rocks. KC95, St. Louis's classic Would rock. you look at that? ZZ Top. It's Tube Snake Boogie for KC. <laughs> trust this kid any further than I can throw him. Oh, well, he's very popular. The Sportos, Motorheads, Geeks, Bloods, Wasteoids, Weebies, they all adore him. A.D. Roundtree. They think he's a righteous dude. On KC95. Oh, hey, you. Good morning. How's it going? How are you? It's A.D. Roundtree and Chris Frank. What up, Chris? What's up, man? 
If you are just getting here, welcome to this, your Wednesday edition of the AD Show. Yeah, your Wednesday. You know what that means? That means you, my friend, are already halfway through yet another week. No small accomplishment. You're doing awesome. Hang in there. You got this. You are a badass. And if you need something, if there's anything we can do for you to make your Wednesday better, hit us up. We are here with you. We are here for you. One of the ways we can make your Wednesday better is this. These tickets to go see Alice Cooper and Rob Zombie are up for grabs right around 8.30 in the 30-second song challenge. So hang tight. 974-1111. When you think about it, what old school thing have you rediscovered or gone back to recently? Maybe you picked up a book or a magazine instead of a Kindle or your phone. Maybe you got back into vinyl or something like that. Maybe you started eating something again that you hadn't in years. Did you discover any childhood classics during COVID? Everyone was into the nostalgia food while we're all hanging around at home, not doing much of anything. Did you discover any childhood favorites again? Uh, not really childhood favorites, but I, I discovered that I really enjoy cooking. Mm. So, I mean, I probably cooked a couple of things that were very reminiscent of childhood. But For me, it was breakfast cereal because I stopped eating it for years because I'm a grown-up. Right. And then I discovered, I was like, wait, no, a bowl of kicks with banana is delicious. Kid-tested, mother-approved, and as I knock on middle age, I am all for it. I don't know why I let you out of my life for so long, but I'm never going back. Anyways, here's what I've discovered I like recently. Watching TV with commercials. Oh. It all began, as many of my stories do these days, with the all Bob Barker Price is Right channel on Pluto TV. It's okay. awesome. You can't pause it. It's in real time. You got a quick run to the kitchen and get a drink while the commercials are on. Wait to pee until you get to the break. Make it back in time. You make the popcorn. I'll go to the bathroom. Let's not get the two confused and we'll meet back here in a second. It adds urgency and it makes it more visceral and tangible. I have to tell you, since I started watching TV with commercials again, I feel like I'm more engaged, I'm more focused, I'm more connected with the experience and the people I'm doing it with, which is usually my wife. The commercials have added to our shared experience. I never thought I would, thought I would say such a thing. And by the way, Chris, you know what makes this extra remarkable? What's that? These are the same shows that are on the streaming services that we pay for. They're on there, on demand, without advertising. But do you ever notice this? If you go to Netflix, do you wind up spending more time adding stuff to your instant queue to watch later as opposed to actually watching crap? No, I, I don't really add anything to my queue, but I will spend quite a bit of time just flipping through the different things, deciding what it is I want to see. Yeah, if I go to Netflix or whatever, all of a sudden I'm distracted. I'm seeing what else there is to watch. I'm looking at my phone as my wife hunts around. And the whole experience gets watered down with the commercials. We're doing this now. We're doing this together. Go. So in a weird twist of fate, I love watching TV with commercials. 974-1111. What old-timey, inconvenient, outdated thing have you started doing again? It's Oh Pretty Woman. It's Van Halen. We're Casey. What outdated stuff have you rediscovered and you're loving it, just loving it? Oh, still keep everything in a three-ring binder. Mm. Everybody's so technology-driven at work. And I open up my binder, open up my desk calendar, write everything down. Everybody's got it on their phone, mm. on their calendar. Our kids do it. It's never, you know, I never need to charge it. I never need to worry about it. It's always there. You know, I carry that three-ring binder everywhere. You can't see pictures on the radio, but if you could, you would see 
in front of me a spiral bound notebook. And same. Same yes. with Chris. And I, I, like, I'm a 21st century digital boy. I am all about my phone. I'm all about Google Docs. I'm all about all things digital. However, there is something visceral and tangible and real yes. about having a piece of paper in front of you on which you scribble yes. notes in the moment. There's something that keeps you focused while you're doing it. I think if you talk to college professors, they'll tell you that as you're reading books, if you underline certain passages, you're going to have a better, more immersive, more comprehensive reading experience. Like, you probably do that with your little spiral-bound notebook, right? You, like, make notes in it all the time, and you're more aware. I do. Something yeah. manifest when yeah. you put it down. You have to write it down. Mm-hmm. It's gonna, yeah. yeah there's, something, there there's something special about ink and paper and writing something down, even if it does make us eco-terrorists. Sorry, trees. <laughs> <laughs> have a good one. Thank you. You too. Bye-bye. Bye. That first riff, that first coffee sip, that first laugh with AD. The AD Roundtree Show, mornings on KC95. You all about the written down to-do list, Chris? Uh, on some things. Yeah. My grocery list, I 100% utilize digital. Mm-hmm. I'll tell Alexa, hey, add whatever to the list. I'll reference it on my phone when I get to the store. But like for work stuff, yeah. write it down, cross it off. It's very satisfying to take that pen and just go cross oh, and I wipe mean, something off. Also, hold on. I've got my spiral book here. I'm going to take... This is maybe the most satisfying sound in the world. Yeah. There are people, friends of mine, that went through like the AA 12-step program mm-hmm. and writing things down is a huge part of it for a lot of the ones that I've talked to where they're like, their life was in such a place where they could barely get out of bed in the morning. So they would make this long to-do list where it'd be like, first, I'm going to get out of bed. Then I'm going to brush my teeth. Then I'm going to shower. And they say like writing it down and then crossing it off as you get it done is a big part of building up your self-esteem again and taking control of your life and there's real power in physically writing things down i don't know exactly where it comes from but i totally totally relate to that speaking of real power you have the power to win your way to see alice cooper and rob zombie we've got your hookup for tickets in the 30 second song challenge at 8 30 shortly after chris helps us make our way into the day it is currently 44 and sunny in st louis a high today of 69 degrees with clouds throughout the afternoon (laughs) (laughs) weather brought to you by air comfort service heating cooling and insulation Triple the heat and save 10, 15, or 20% off of a new furnace. For details and a free estimate, visit aircomfortservice.com. In traffic, uh, there's no more updates on those cows that were in the road, so I guess everyone did move out of the way. There is, however, a two-vehicle crash on I-70 before 64. The right lane is closed. There is a canine and drone unit currently on the scene searching for suspects in Alton around the Abbey and Blair Street, so avoid that whole intersection if you can. And there is also I-70 East. The exit ramp from 170 is closed due to road work. Use an alternate route. That is traffic brought to you by Metro Transit. There's a lot more riding on Metro than people. Work at MetroSTL.com. Move out of the way. Cows in the road? Yeah. That's strange. Unusual. Some might say unheard of. We're the Real Rock Army. Real Rock Army. KC95. Real Rock Army. Real Rock Army. The KC Real Rock Army. I know. 
utterly predictable. Hey, welcome to The Real Rock Army. Angela Nelson of Alton, Illinois. Brought to you by Seavers Equipment and Seavers JCB. Angela thinks Casey plays the best music. Thank you, Angela. We tried. She's 47 years old and grew up listening to Casey with her dad. He'd be outside in the garage blaring Casey, and she'd be right there tapping her feet along to the music. She says that Casey's the only station programmed on her car radio, and we thank her for that. She enjoys spending time with her two dogs, Bud and Sissy, and she loves being a wife to her amazing husband, Stephen. Angela's favorite artists are Tom Petty. Ooh, we played him today. Metallica played them as well. Eagles, think we got them coming up. Pink Floyd, just to name a few. We, You're right. By your estimation, we do play the best music. Thank you for being a part of it. Angela Nelson of Alton, Illinois. The Who on KC95 is the AD Show. AD Roundtree and Chris Frank. 974-1111. I recently started watching TV with commercials again, and I love it. What weird old-timey thing have you started doing that makes no sense? Uh, kind of like yours, I started watching hours of nothing but 80s and 90s commercials. Oh, really? You just watched the commercials. Really? What, did you find a YouTube oh, channel with that? Yes, and there's more than one. There's, Interesting. There's enough to keep you busy for a long time. Yeah. So are they a lot of the commercials that used to run during Saturday morning cartoons? Everything. I mean, you're talking the old Burger King, the, the Where's the Beef? The, the, uh, oh, the man. Oh, I love yeah. Where's the Beef? Oh, the nostalgia is, is crazy. Once you're in, you can't stop. Oh, oh that's awesome. Yeah, you know, commercials used to be... It, like the new commercials and the old commercials are not on the same. We're not talking the same breed here. It's This is, this is not the same stuff. Well, commercials used to be real pieces of art that companies spend millions of dollars yeah. on. Now, like, you can have AI dinosaurs eating people in commercials, and you're like, big deal, I can do that on my iPhone. Right. right. When you look I at... Good, I want the good old stuff with the bad makeup and the, you know, yeah. the cheese, the full cheese on. I mean, I want... Uh, what's your favorite, do you think? I don't know. I like the I like the Budweiser, the old frog commercials were oh, good. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. Yeah. All right, yeah. Tell me the last time someone came up with something as compelling as Where's the Beef or Budweiser or What's up? Yeah. I don't know. It's been a long time, bro. Yeah. You know what my favorite was? I, I wish it was, I was like, stop trying to make this a thing. And then they made it a thing. And for like three months, I walked around being like, oh, something good happened. Dilly dilly. Yeah, I remember <laughs> what that. About my, I used to bring up uh, that no one ever gets, we got a baby eats a boys. Remember that oh, one? yeah, yeah. We had a baby eats a boy. That was for collect phone calls, right? <laughs> that was a great one. Yeah, very cool, man. Uh, well, uh, soon we'll play the 30 second song challenge. Dilly dilly. Dilly. Dilly dilly. Have a good one. Dilly dilly. The AD Show with AD Routry. Mornings on KC95, St. Louis's classic rock. I don't even remember what it was a commercial for, but I think we should bring Dilly Dilly back. Who's Bud Light? Uh, I'm not trying to give anyone free advertising, though. I think we should reclaim Dilly Dilly as our own. Absolutely. Here, I'll use it in another sentence. We are going to play the 30-second song challenge for tickets to go see Rob Zombie and Alice Cooper, 974-1111, if you want to play. Dilly Dilly. Dilly Dilly. Dilly Dilly. <laughs> it's Eric Clapton or Casey. The 30-second song challenge is brought to you by Two Men in a Junk Truck, St. Louis. Removing your junk so that you have room to dream. Oh, look who it is. Double D, you made it back. 
Never give up. Never no. give up. Well, never surrender. Uh, you got yeah. five out of a possible seven songs right earlier. Quite frankly, man, uh, I'm not saying anyone should ever give up, but if you don't make all seven songs, same songs in the same order this time, maybe you should take a little breaky break from the yeah. game. But I believe, Chris, count our friend in. All right, here we go. Three, two, song number one. Ain't talking about love. There yes. you go. Song number two. Good morning, Mr. Nice guy. Okay. Did you write these down, Double D? Mm -hmm. I did. Good. <laughs> Very good. Hey, man, you're playing the game with some strategy. Uh, song number three. Learning to fly. Uh-huh. <laughs> this is how the game should be I played, agree. though. This is how the game should mm -hmm. be played. Song number four. Fly by night. Yep. Mm -hmm. Song number five. All apologies. Oh, okay. All right. Now, listen, Double D. <laughs> yeah, nobody likes yeah. a bragger. You have two songs left. <laughs> there are 24 seconds left on the clock. <laughs> <laughs> uh, two things. Number one, you have a very real chance to set the all-time record in this game. If oh, you, here's the other thing. If you don't get these last two yeah. songs in 24 <laughs> seconds, I am ruling you disqualified for a you while. You got 24 <laughs> seconds to get two songs. Double D, let's go. Song All number right. six. Come on, Double D. Thunderstruck. Yeah. All right. Oh. Well, oh. bad news Ooh. is... Bad news is you're not going to get the all-time record because you're tied for it. Okay. Good news is you're still in very good contention for a 20-second club. All right, man. Got one song. How much time on the clock? 18 seconds. Double D. Let's do this. For these tickets to go see Alice Cooper and Rob Zombie. Song number seven. Oh, you got to be kidding me. Double no, there's D. no way you don't know this. There's no way you don't know this Come song. Come on, Double D. You can I do this. I know the song. I don't know the name of it. Um, oh, unbelievable. Unbelievable. Un Double T. I D. understand. Oh, <laughs> I don't understand. Oh. For future reference, Double D. As you were running out of time, you know what it was? It was the final, final countdown. countdown. Oh, Double D, hold the line. I'm going to give you bit. something. I don't know what, but I'm going to give you. I'm going to give you something. Yeah. <laughs> <That's a hard laughs> time. Hold You're going to get a piece of our mind right after we do this. All right. Thanks. You get nothing. You lose. Good day, sir. Unreal. For Casey. I, I have no words. I'm speechless. I'm without speech. This never happens for Casey. Stone's on KC95. It's the AD Show, 974-1111. What's the weirdest thing you've ever seen a customer do in retail? I work, I'm a healthcare worker. I'm an x-ray tech. Uh-huh. Okay. So, some years ago, I was at a small county hospital, and this man came in with abdomen pain. So, we x-ray him. He's got a rolled-up newspaper up his butt. A rolled up like newspaper? The, yep, in the plastic and everything. Like that, like the journal comes, you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Didn't even wait. Wow. Probably well, took it straight off the lawn and bent over. You know, the morning dew and the plastic, yep. I would imagine, would help avoid paper cuts. Oh, God. Oh. Exactly. Was it difficult to get out? <laughs> I don't know. I wasn't there for that part. Uh, I just got to see what the cause was. Uh, Sunday edition. Sue's <laughs> uh, <laughs> so got the coupons, too, and the uh, funnies. Yeah, I was just about to say, oh, this is one of my favorite Garfields. <laughs>
I've seen a bunch of things in people's butt, but that was the most memorable. So if you had to write down a list of weird stuff people stuck up their butt that you saw as an x-ray tech, it would be an extensive one? Oh my gosh, I could write a book of all the things in people. Yes, it's great. Oh, well, nice. you're a brave woman with a, with a, with a sturdy stomach. I got to tell you, this is why, and, and I, this is not directed at you specifically, but I have friends that have dated and married people in the medical profession, and they say the bedroom activity is of the wild variety because after <laughs> seeing everything that someone like this has seen, nothing means anything to you anymore. You know what no one will ever say right. that works in the medical profession in the bedroom? That won't go there. <laughs> <laughs> Have a good one. Ooh, you too, thank you. Make the most of your morning with AD Roundtree. My morning show. My morning show rocks. KC95, St. Louis's classic rock. 974-1111, you've worked with the public. You've seen some stuff. Yeah, that lady has. <laughs> what might that be? What's the weirdest thing you've ever experienced from a customer? Uh, we'll get into more of your stories in a little bit, and you'll have a chance to win your way in to see Celebration Day play the music of Led Zeppelin at the pageant before we get out of here at 10 o'clock. Right now, Chris, how are we looking? It is 48 degrees and sunny right now in St. Louis, a high today of 69 degrees with clouds throughout the afternoon. Weather brought to you by Air Comfort Service Heating, Cooling, and Insulation. Triple the heat and save 10, 15, or 20% off of a new furnace. For details and a free estimate, visit aircomfortservice.com. In traffic, there is static road work on Missouri 364 East past Bryan Road. The right lane is closed. There's also a two-vehicle crash on I-170 South. The exit to 64 westbound. The left lane is closed. And there is also a uh, an accident at 6440, the exit to Lindbergh Road. Uh, very slow-moving traffic. And that is traffic brought to you by Metro Transit. There's a lot more riding on Metro than people. Work at MetroSTL.com. Do you think if you're the type of person who does that with a newspaper... Okay. Inserts it yeah. into a secondary orifice. Can't really read it from that angle. No, you can't. But do you think that you are doing it... Because you enjoy the newspaper being in that area. Or are you doing it simply so you can go have some unassuming x-ray tech be forced to look at it because you get some weird sort of thrill? That's a great question because when, when she said he came and was reporting abdominal pain, uh-huh. you know what that pain's from, sir. Yeah. You could have easily said, hi, my stomach hurts. There's a newspaper in my butt. Yeah. Oh, the newspaper had to look at what I stuck up there. Dilly, dilly. Dilly, dilly. Open up your case. 974-1111. What is the weirdest thing you've ever seen a customer do? You worked how long in which business? <laughs> I spent 20 years in the grocery business. Oh. <laughs> this guy walked through the front doors, and when you went to the left, you went immediately into produce. And he would take a few steps, and he would stop and shake his pant leg, and a turd would fall out <laughs> on the floor. And he did this through the produce, through the bakery, through the deli, and Wait. all the way around to the meat department. <laughs> would he drop one in each department? Yes, or two or three. <laughs> so he's so he's retaining them. I guess he was. He had like five in the chamber. He's like, nah, I'm ready Stack to go shopping. <laughs> <laughs> I'm 
Now I'm ready to head out. Buy my groceries. Uh, it's like my dog drinking water before heading out for a big walk. Yeah. I, we, people we will know I've been here. Time. Yeah, they will. <laughs> that is clearly disgusting. What would you say the worst thing you saw during your entire 20 years of grocery store work was? This lady came in shopping. Oh, no. And she she was a good-sized woman, mm. and she had on those spandex. They were light powder blue pants, and they were so tight you could see all the dimples in her skin. Oh, I, yeah, I've, I've seen that. <laughs> we caught her shoplifting and brought her into the security office. No. And the security guard had asked her several times if no. she had anything else. And she no. kept insisting she didn't. No. And he said, well, we are going to call the police and they will search you. No. At which point, this is, <laughs> she reached down in her pants. Mm -hmm. And the security guard heard this. No! Antibacterial hand soap. Oh. There's not enough antibacterial soap in the world to squeegee this out of my mind's eye. Thank you for the most compelling yet disgusting call I think we've ever received on this show. You're very welcome. What was that sound again? No, no, God, no. Okay, bye. Speaking of antibacterial soap, Chris. Yes. Bad medicine, we're cashy. Although, I have a feeling management's rethinking that. Yes. Songs you know, songs you love, but songs you might not have heard in a while. A.D., KC's professor of rock, digs deep into our library. Oh, 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 oh it's really dusty in here. Oh. Picks out some long-lost favorites and tells the stories behind them. This is the A.D. Round Treat. The AD Roundtree is brought to you by your St. Louis Symphony Orchestra. Experience every electrifying moment. Visit slso.org. You know what? Today, I'm putting the Roundtree up to you. 974-1111. What would you like to hear? Hey, what's happening? This is Brent Hayes. Hey, what's up, dude? How are you? Um, would it be a possibility to get some UFO or anything with Michael Schenker? A man who helped raise me died this weekend, Saturday, 92-year-old Korean War veteran. His, Sorry, name, man. his name was Orville Mortimer, and his favorite guitar player was Michael Schenker. Absolutely, man. So sorry for your loss and awesome suggestion. We haven't had any UFO in a while. He sounds like a great man with great taste in music. I love you guys and I love listening to you and keep up the great work. Well, cheers, man. And again, our condolences. All right, brother. Thanks. You bet. Thank you so much. Take care, Chris. See you, man. It is UFO. It's Cherry. We're Casey. UFO and Cherry on KC95. It's the AD Show, AD Roundtree, and piped in from sunny Phoenix, Arizona, the great John Uman Hewlett. How you doing this morning, John? Good morning. Doing well. Mm. Doing well. How about you? So far, so good. Are you good? I love that UFO, man. Oh, thank you. Yeah, no, that was a suggestion from a listener. Hey, how knowledgeable are you feeling this morning, John? Well, I don't know. Got a little head cold. Might clog things up a little, but I'll give whatever uh, you got going a try. Oh, shall we have somebody take you on in the College of Rock and Roll Knowledge for these tickets to go see Celebration Day? Ah, what the hell. Okay. Sure. <laughs> Excellent. Glad to hear it. It's such a stunningly well-received idea. We'll do that before we get out of here at 10 o'clock. Hang tight.
Casey, good morning. What's the weirdest thing you've ever seen a customer do when you were working in retail? All right, I got a good one for you. Okay. Oh, good. I worked <laughs> I worked at Hardee's in high school. Okay. And I was the one that did the drive-thru. Someone, this guy comes through, orders nothing but a big cookie, which I'm thinking is weird because it's like less than a dollar. Mm-hmm. He, comes, he comes pulling up to the window in his red Camaro, T-tops off. He is completely naked. <laughs> doing his business. I knew it. I knew it. I I reach out the window to get his money and I'm like, "Uh -uh." (laughs) uh-uh. This cookie's on the house, sir. Please just leave. Hold on. Let's let's rewind back to the let's rewind back to the part where Chris was like, "Yep, knew that was happening." I, I just, as soon why? As she, why? As soon as she I, said, "I never drive would have through. assumed that in my life." Oh come why? on! Why? What were you doing years ago when she I, was working at the Hardee's drive-through? <laughs> and do you have a red Camaro? Again, no, never had a red Camaro. As soon as she said drive-through, I was like, "This dude is either a naked or b wearing women's underwear." One of the two. <laughs> Yeah. Well, he wasn't just naked. He was playing with them. Too. I yeah, figured yeah. so much. Oh God! Yeah. So wait, how did you? Yeah. How did you handle a poor choice of words? How did you handle it? <laughs> I freaked. I freaked out. I went and got my boss, Charlie. I'm like, oh my God, Charlie, this guy is whacking off in the drive-through, and he's like, no, he's not. I'm like, he is, and I am not giving him back his change. Yeah, absolutely I just not. The cookie at him. Yeah. Of course, he didn't pay an exact change. I had to give him change, and I'm like, no. And so he went and he got it and he gave it to me. He's like, oh my God. I'm like, I told you. Wait, so the guy stayed in the drive-thru while you went and got the manager? Yes. While he was handling yes. his business? Yes. That's yes. shocking. That is. I mean, I, I guess it's, it is and it's not. I feel like if you're committed enough, we'll say committed <laughs> for lack of a better term, to right. go to the drive-thru butt naked doing your mm-hmm. thing, I guess you mm-hmm. want someone to see? Oh, yeah. No, no. I, I would have yeah. to imagine the motivation is like somehow in the back of his mind, he got ordering a cookie at a drive-thru while naked and <laughs> and uh, really enjoying himself, if you know what I right. mean. I think you do. Yeah. was like super of course, hot. Of course, he didn't have license plates on the car, so. Forget the license plates. No. I just don't want to know where he was holding the cash. Uh, at least he didn't ask you to swipe anything. <laughs> the AD Roundtree Show. Welcome to the party, pal. Mornings on KC95. Oh, it's a party now, you man. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Love that. Wednesday morning party. Mm-hmm. Ready to play the college of rock and roll knowledge? Yeah. Let's give it a try. If you are looking to take on the great John Uman Eulett in the College of Rock and Roll Knowledge, 974-1111. If you can best him, you can win these Celebration Day tickets. We'll do it right after Journey. It's any way you want it. We're Casey. It's time for the College of Rock and Roll Knowledge on KC95. Trucker Dan, welcome to the show. Are you ready to take on the U-Man in this battle of rock and roll wits? Well, I, I don't honestly think I can beat him, but I'm going to give it a try. Hey, man. <laughs> oh, you can. No, you can. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's early for John. Yes. He is. Uh, I'm he an is, hour behind you. All right. So, John, here's how it works. You gotta, you gotta leave the room. You gotta take your headphones off because you okay. are there in Phoenix, Arizona, being piped in. You can't listen to the questions. You gotta get out of here, Trucker Dan. We have five rock and roll trivia questions. If you get more right than John, you win. If he gets more right than you, he wins. Ties go to John because you're playing for his prize. Are you clear on the rules of the game? Sure am. All right. Let's get it on. Question number one. Rebel Yell is a hit song by which rock icon? Billy Idol. Question number two. 
Who was Paul McCartney referring to in the song Hey Jude? Uh, to himself. Did you say to himself? Yes. Question number three. Who recorded the original 1973 version of Quiet Riot's hit, Come On, Feel the Noise? Oh, oh, um... Why? We actually played this not so long ago. What was your answer? I think it's Sly. Did you say Sly? Slag, S-L-A-G, I think. So you guessed Slag. Okay, question number four. Which band was originally named Soft White Underbelly? Uh, I don't know. Um, the Black Keys. Question number five. John Baldwin is the real name of which member of Led Zeppelin? Uh, I'm just a bass player. Do you have a name for the guy? I, I, I don't. All right. You, man, you ready to play? Yep. All right. Trucker Dan got very close on a couple of things. However, he only got one right. But Trucker Dan, hold on Because you you man might be having a very, very bad day Uh, And feel free to harass him To better your chances of winning Talk as much smack as you feel like you need to Play the game dirty, Trucker Dan That's what we want All right, John, question number one Yes Rebel Yell is a hit song by which rock icon? Billy Idol You are, of course, correct As was Trucker Dan Scores are tied one to one. Question number. All right, you got to choke the rest of the way now. <laughs> All right. Question number. Here, hold on. Question number two. Who is Paul McCartney referring to in the song "Hey Jude"? Julian Lennon. You are, of course, correct. Trucker Dan thought it was himself. It was not. Question number three. Who recorded the original 1973 version of Quiet Riot's hit "Come On, Feel the Noise"? Uh, it's a Casey Classic version. Slade. Ah, uh, you are right. Trucker Dan, you were so close with Slag. Uh, you were just a vowel and a consonant away. Slag. He thought Slag. Yeah, yeah. Oh. All right, John, this one's tough. Which band was originally named Soft White Underbelly? Mm, soft White Underbelly. Man, these classic old bands... All of them have so many weird names before they settled on what became iconic. Um, I know that term. I've heard that band. Mm-hmm. I, can't, I, I don't know. I can't come up with the name of the band. Well, don't know. I can't come oh, up with the name yes. of the band. I don't know is the wrong answer. The correct <laughs> answer, what we were looking for, was Blue Oyster Cult. Okay. Oh, dang. And finally, question number five. John Baldwin is the real name of which member of Led Zeppelin? John Baldwin, uh, uh, oh my gosh, uh, I should know this. <clears throat> is it John Paul Jones? Oh, 
you are correct. See, All I would right, have thought cool. the obvious guess would have been John Bonham, but yes, oh, but that his son is also Bonham. That's why I said no, no, that, that's a family name. See, oh, look what you did there—a little bit of deductive reasoning. Yeah. Trucker Dan, hold the line. We're going to get you sorted out with something. But in the meantime, say I'm Trucker Dan, and I just flunked out of the College of Rock and Roll Knowledge. I'm Trucker Dan, and I flunked out of the College of Rock and Roll Knowledge. Well done, you man. You remain undefeated. All right. Nirvana, it's all apologies for Casey. Eagles and take it easy on KC95. It's the AD Show, AD Roundtree, and the great John Uman Hewlett piped in from Phoenix, Arizona, where you are doing Snowbird Radio. Yeah, trying to. Um, yeah, uh, you know, with this head cold and stuff, I'm wondering if I sound like, like uh, you know, uh, there's something clogged up in here. Uh, well, a little bit. Although, before you got all cloggy, I have to say, <laughs> it gave you a bass and tone and resonance that, well, you're always ba- bassy and tony and resonancy, but it gave you oh. even more so. Like, uh, I gotta admit, with a staunch, unblemished record, re- unblemished record of heterosexuality, John, you sound hot when you have a cold. <laughs> well, then I'll try to stay sick. Yeah, yeah, hell. yeah. Especially when you come back for <laughs> Life, Death, and Other Scary Things at the Sheldon on the 29th. You want to have your sexiest self on yeah, the yeah. stage as you recount the tales of your life gone by. Yeah, I've been uh, working out down here and doing my run and stuff like that, trying to get rid of the bike tire by the 29th. And uh, I don't know, it's still there. Uh, well, uh, better luck. Well, well, we'll wait and see. You'll get on stage and we'll all judge you on the 29th. It'll be good times, John. All right, here's the yeah, thing. Yeah, be great. Uh, final Vinyl, brought to you by Verlo Mattress. And thank you, by the way. Oh. Thank you, by the way, for being the master of ceremonies for that event. Oh, yes, I look forward to it because it'll give me an up-close and personal opportunity to make fun of you in front of about 750 people at the Sheldon. <laughs> Good times. They didn't have to ask Get your me tickets twice. at MetroTix.com. Mm, get yeah. your tickets at MetroTix.com. <laughs> All right. Final vinyl brought to you by Verlo Mattress. Wake up, sleep better, Verlo.com. Ryan is going to press play on the record player. It's all queued up. It would be very difficult to screw this up, Ryan. It was four sticks taken on rock and roll by Led Zeppelin. Four sticks, one out. Here we go. Hey. 